When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with... T-Rex. T-Rex. Was, we gotta work on that. <laughs> right, um, we'll work on it. But uh, it's good For to the be new year. here. For the new year, uh, it's great to be here. I have, uh, if I'm, my S's are off right now because, like like the sound S, because my, my flipper came out of my mouth. I had, a, I had a fake tooth that I got into from a car accident when I was younger. And then I got into a fight in an elevator, which... Uh, I've talked about on this show plenty of times. Lo and behold, somebody's dog bit my dog. And then I was like, what happened? And then the guy punched me in the face. And then I took him down and punched him. And then my dog bit up his leg. That's, but, 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 he got, but he got two shots in and, uh, before that. And uh, now I have a fake tooth. So now my, 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 my fake tooth broke on a cruise ship eating a sandwich. You still have it? Uh, no, it's like, yeah, it's like in half. And now when I talk, I feel like, like all I want for Christmas is my tooth front, back. Deep. Yeah, that's all I want is my tooth back. <laughs> and it's hard to talk with it. But you know what? I, I, you know, I'm a survivor. And right. uh, it's just, you know, and I have a zit coming in on my nose. It's like Jesus. New Year's is just going to be, it's going to, it's like. A, well, it can only be, uh, only be down, oh, what, uphill or downhill? I don't know. There? It's like the zit's coming in on the countdown. It's getting bigger. <laughs> it's like the ball is dropping Three. on my face. Jeez, balls are dropping on your face? No, that did not sound, uh, <laughs> that did not sound, uh, that, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Yes, yes, balls are dropping on my, I can't believe I just said that. that yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Lo and behold, uh, I don't know. I was on a cruise ship last week. That was a lot of fun. But it was hard, actually, because, you know, it was a Christmas cruise. So I'm performing, and like it's all families and Christmas <sighs> time. And I'm doing a show for kids. you got to do a 30-minute G-rated show. And I'm, I started getting heckled by a three-year-old. A three-year-old's <laughs> like, boo. And I can't tell the kid, hey, look, kid, Santa's not real. You know, right. which is what I, I want to do. I want to be just, you know, go into him, but I can't do that. Uh, and then... But then, and then finally, I was doing well. And then one little kid who was eight was laughing at everything. He goes, hey, man, you're really funny, but I got things to do. I'm like, you're eight. He did not say that. He did. I swear. But that wasn't even the worst part of the cruise. The rest of the cruise was good. I, was <laughs> I got like, things to do. <laughs> yeah, you got, like, when you're eight years old. Like, you have nothing to do. Right. But, the Sunday bar isn't closing. Uh, yeah, that was hard. And then, like, so, and it's hard because, like, the same crowd comes to every show. I mean, literally, 300 people. Boo, we saw that the last two shows. Yeah, three three different shows. We want new jokes. And then, like, you walk around the cruise ship, they, like, surround you. Like, hey, there's the funny guy. Tell us a joke. You know, so you have to, you're like, I'm, like, in, I'm sequestered in my room, you know, for right. this little room. And um, anyway, so I, I had a show, and uh, I'm, I'm, doing my, I'm doing a lot of crowd work, and then this couple comes in. This lady comes in late, and she was, like, got a big voluptuous. I'm fat, but, like, you know, big boobs hanging out, blonde hair in her like 30s. Those. And, and I was like, wow, that girl looks like she could bang the, the, the whole Lakers. Or something like that, right? Like, look that girl. Was it Lisa Lampanelli? No, no, but I was like, <laughs> it looks like she banged the Lakers, right? right. So then, so then the, the couple gets mad and they walk out, right? Come on, really? Yeah, they come out like, like that offends them or something. And I was like, oh, wow, the, the uh, roofie works, sir, you know, as they're walking out. Right. So then I, I have like three great shows and people are like, oh man, you're the funniest guy ever and pointing to me and shaking my hand. I'm feeling good about my life and this, this like cute little, I don't know, cruise singer. I'm hitting, I'm talking to her and everything's going well. 
And then I'm like walking forward more and uh, this, this couple like smiles at me. I'm like, then they point at me They're like, that's him. And I'm like, oh, hey, thanks for coming to the show. I'm like, uh, I'm like, how's your crew so far? Like, well, my night was better because I didn't see you. And I was like, oh. That was the couple that walked in? The couple that, and I was like, and then I'm like, it started to occur to me. And she was, by the way, I didn't bang the Lakers. It was like, the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, like, you have to tell me you didn't bang the Lakers, you probably banged the Lakers. And then, right. and then the guy goes, yeah, and I, I, and I don't roofie my wife. I'm like, dude, these are not, like, this is not. Right. Oh, so then I had to deal with that. And it's a then, comedy show, you a-hole. <laughs> yeah, I had to deal with that. And then I had to deal with, like, uh, this two old ladies came to every one of my shows. Did you bang them? Yes. I had a threesome. <laughs> It, it, they were the, you know, an average age of dead. You know, it was one of those things. But they come to my show, and this one lady goes, that's not nice, after each joke. Like, that's not nice. I'm like, really? Like, when did this become, right. like, the nice fact? It was just, so, yeah, it was, but it was, there were good shows, but it was, it was you know, <laughs> one of those things. Anyway, um, so, yeah, UFC 168. That's Jeez. what we should talk about. That's, Jeez. This is the MMA podcast. People yes. are, are going to be like, oh, some people like when I talk about my life. Other people are like, get to the, get to the fighting. It's like you can't win with people. No matter what you do. Yeah, so just do you. Just, just do me. Yeah, so. I literally, like, like I, I stayed up all night doing this text from last fight. I mean, literally eight hours, putting my, every joke I have, I counted. It was like 97 punchlines. I'm like, this is my favorite one. I put it out there. I'm waiting for the feedback because I'm an idiot. And then all of a sudden, people are like, oh, Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Someone goes, normally these sucks, but this one wasn't bad. I'm like, really? You couldn't just say, like, wasn't bad. or. Right. But, of course, that's the one that gets to me. It's always that one person. If you're performing in front of a 1,000 people and everybody's doubling over laughing and there's one dude, like, three rows back who's got his arms folded, that's the one guy that you're going to think uh, yeah. about the rest of the night. And like, that why always... could that one guy? Yeah, but 999 people were rolling. <sighs> that one dude that wasn't, that bothers you. Yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the chick that didn't bang me that, that I think about. <laughs> well, that bothers me too. It's always like the, <laughs> I had hundreds of wrestling matches. I probably won over 100 matches in high school, but I lost like seven or eight. And, Those and, are the ones though, that I, I remember every kid that beat me, what they looked like, their penis size. I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not a very great way to live it, it, in the need of approval of people, but what are you going to do? So, anyway. Let's talk about Anderson Silva right now. Poor guy. Uh, man. But I knew he was going to lose. I said that on the on We both the said he was going right. to lose. I mean, I didn't think he was going to lose. No one said it called that. Well, like, no one, nobody called that, but he... Yeah. But he got dominated in the first. He got he, he, he got dominated in the first. You know, it's one of those things where I just think, A, Chris Weidman has his number. He does. He has his number like a mother hunch. Um, I think that... Uh, you know, he, Silva's 38, 39 years old. I, I think, you know, once you get knocked out the first time, it's they say that your chin gets less and less. His whole demeanor was different, though. Like, did you see, it, like, he couldn't make eye contact with Chris? Yeah. He was like, at one point when they were showing it before, the, while they were doing the intros, you know, Chris is over there staring at Anderson down. Then they show Anderson, and Anderson's, like, looking at the floor. Yeah, he was, like, squatting. At one point, he was, like, taking a dump on the way to the octagon. <laughs> and then stopped and started praying. And, yeah. And, like, but, he was, like, not himself at the weigh-ins when they did the face-off at the weigh-ins. Like, normally, Anderson would, like, look around or clown you or something well after the first fight when he lost it said he said he didn't want to rematch and then he changed his mind but it, it just seemed like uh i don't maybe he's not look but the thing was is that i'm a you know obviously anderson silva is the greatest of all time nothing but respect for anderson silva Amazing and dude. and the thing is is that after he had broken his leg you know i'm trying to think of a joke because i'm mma roasted and i I, <laughs> I kind of my job is to is to make people laugh but every joke has a victim Right. Every joke has a victim, whether it's normally a person. You have to make fun of them. And I'm like, okay, how could I be funny right now and not 
piss off people and be disrespectful. So I, I just wrote, you know, after oh, he got knocked out, I was like, I was like, you said, oh snap, really? <laughs> I came up with Kim Winslow told him to stand up, right. and then then people were like, too too soon, and I'm like, that dude, the joke was about Kim, <laughs> Kim Winslow. Winslow, right? Right. So then I was like, people were like, gross, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna cheer myself up by putting on. Uh, What's that? What's Kevin that? Kevin Ware? No, not Kevin Ware. Uh, what's that? Uh, I I can't even remember my own joke. It's the one uh, the, where the the movie where the, the, they 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 tape the people's faces to a human centipede. Uh, human, yeah, human I'm gonna centipede. go. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna cheer myself up by watching Human Centipede, and people were like, even that people were like, too soon, too soon. I can't tell you how many people texted me, jokes saying, uh, his corner told him to break a leg, and I was. I didn't retweet one of them because and right. I, yeah, the one, it was one of those things. I just I didn't want to. He the guy was still in pain and, right. and it was sad. And, and I, I, I almost I felt bad for Weidman because people. Yeah, I wanted to see Weidman win. I mean, that I, I thought he was going to win, and I wanted to see him win decisively. Not and people by, are still uh, like, oh, Anderson was coming back. Yeah, he still doesn't. Yeah, now that the, the old man, it was a fluke, and do that. <laughs> it was one of those things, or like, or they were saying, oh, he was disrespectful because he was put his hands up while pe- Silva was in pain. Look, I mean, Silva was trying to inflict pain on him, and right, and, and he did, he did let, he did check the kick, and it was a perfect check, and it was perfectly legal what he did, and you know, and things happen. You can't fault Chris Weidman for it. But no. I, I almost felt like, in some ways, Weidman's victory was not as. Uh, it was tainted. It was ta- not tainted, but I, I felt like he couldn't celebrate because of the whole thing. And it was like, oh man, you, a guy who wins the title again, you want to feel like he's. he's you you want to feel happy for him. Right. Well, just watch the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but man, but now they're saying that Silva will be back in three to six months. That's I don't, not happening. I don't know what. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. First of all, like my whole take on Anderson Silva was after he lost to Chris Wyman the first time, it was probably st- it stung him a little bit, and he didn't want to retire on a loss. So he was right. like, "I'm going to come back." But once he lost like that, where he got knocked out, he was never the same anyway. <clears throat> and he didn't even have it in him to come back and win. I don't think. No, I think he did. I think. I think. Well, I don't know. Silva he just beats, looked completely. different. I think he beats 99 percent of the people out there. Well, I'm saying, it's but just, going against um, Chris, Chris Wyman, the dude who beat him. I mean, he's the one a, dude that beat him up, and, and he's, he's got a he's, style he's, that's a nightmare for him. Right. Uh, he's a wrestler with great jujitsu and good hands, and all that and, was going through his head leading up to that fight. And so, no, he was I mean, but I know people bit. that have trained with Anderson Silva for this fight, and they said that he was vintage Anderson Silva. Really? He was training way harder. That's where I started to second guess. I was like, man, maybe he is training, but it just that—that that was the way the cookie crumbled, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or the shin bone. Oh man. <laughs> Leave it Sorry. to you. No, I mean, look. I, I love Anderson. Of course. How could you not love Anderson? And, and you know, part of you get over things by making jokes. And I'm not going to fault anyone for making a joke about anything. Right. If it's a joke is a joke. I'm not going to say this joke is inappropriate off or off limits. That's not, I'm not the joke police. Right. I personally didn't want to make a joke because the guy was screaming in agony. Right. I mean, Ariel Hawani tweeted the guy screaming in agony. And I, I felt kind of bad. I was like, Ugh. Of course. Dude, that was brutal. It was brutal. And as soon as you heard it, you know his leg broke. No, oh, it was that. I was, had that the stereo was, up in the house, and you heard a, and I was like, his leg's broken. It was yeah. People, everyone like my wife was like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah. It was like people were watching two girls one cup for the first time. You know the reaction? <laughs> oh! it, it was that same. Good. I didn't screw up that as bad as the other one. I couldn't remember human centipede. I don't know. And then people were like, watch number two. And that's what people were saying. I guess it's a human centipede. You know that? Have you seen that movie, Human no, Centipede? I know all about it though. Oh man, I haven't anyway, seen it. Yeah, it was, it's. Uh, it's required uh, viewing. It should be in a middle school required viewing. But <laughs> right. the other big fight, I mean, a lot of big fights, but they're Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate. R- Ronda Rousey, that was the best I've ever seen her look. 
I mean, she looked awesome. She fought well too. No, no, no. Ronda Rousey. I mean, not only she, I mean, her judo was insane. Dude, she tossed her around. I've never seen uh, I, I, hip that, toss slams, hip like to- slams at the same time. It like, was one of the most boom. beautiful displays of throwing I've ever seen. And I had to throw my rag afterward. No, no, it was, <laughs> I mean, it was. Your in, sock. Yeah, it was insane. It, Ron, it was a wow. I mean, at the same time, you know, everybody that kind of knew anything about fighting, especially uh, Tyron Woodley, he was actually uh, tw- live tweeting from the UFC thing. He was like, was what he, is Misha Tate? No, no, because he had the <laughs> UFC uh, on their Twitter handle. Right, right. And he was like, what is she thinking? Why does she keep locking up? Why I, I was does she thinking keep... this. I was like, stay, stick on the outside and stick to your game plan and punch Why her Why does the she face keep meat? shooting? And that's the thing. It's like, Misha Tate, I don't know. I mean, she's got great wrestling uh, you know, she was a uh, really good high-level grappling. But when you get a girl like Ronda Rousey, who is so strong, she's strong like a guy. And so, like when we, I had Jake Ellenberger the 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 the, the, yeah. the week that you weren't here, uh, the weeks actually, or the months, <laughs> the, the the four years that you haven't shut up. Jake Ellenberger was telling me that Ronda Rousey took him down in practice, and I'm like, this guy walks around Ellenberger at 180, 175, uh, maybe 190, all muscle. He's Ranked top five in the UFC men's division at 170, and he's saying that a 135 pound girl tossing is him. tossing them in practice. Uh, when that happens, I'm like, whoa! Like it's all about using leverage and Jesus. All that. Yeah, she's strong. Strong as hell. Look great. At the same time, you got to We got to talk about her attitude. Which Dude, I don't like it. I a lot of people honest. don't I like it. I You're mean, not that, the only one. Well, I know. You heard the crowd. They were booing. I mean, like because Misha was like, all right, let's squash it. She's you know, try to shake her hand. And she just dissed her. And I don't know that she said, like, you basically spit on my family or whatever. I'm not going to. Yeah, first of all, what did she say about her family? I have no idea. I know that Ronda Rousey's father passed away, which is awful. Um, And, you know, she's had a tough upbringing. I don't know what Misha Tate said. I wish she would have told us what she said about her family. Because it it didn't make any sense, that that whole thing. Was it her legitimate family or her friends that she calls her family? Right. But also... You know, there's, there's a lot of things that are going on. Because where, of what she was saying about Edmund. What, about, was it about Edmund, Edmund, the trainer? I mean, it was. It's part of a show, and, and she was saying things about 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 Misha too, and 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 Ronda, Ronda won. And the thing is, is that everyone's like Ronda is so good for the sport, and, and you know, brings so many. She does bring a lot of eyeballs to the sport. She's obviously taking women's MMA to a whole new level. At the same time, if I have a daughter, which I don't know of, but let's say I do have a daughter, and we're watching that. And the daughter's like, wow, I want to be like Ronda Rousey, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, she doesn't shake the girl's hand and walks away and goes, I like hearing booze. I'm probably going to be like, maybe you, should, maybe, right. maybe you shouldn't go into women's MMA. That, this is the way people act. Now, I'd rather my daughter be gracious in defeat than arrogant in victory. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I think it was all about Misha. I don't think that's how Ronda really is. That's the thing is that... No, I think it's her hatred for Misha Tate. For, for Misha Tate because when she, fought, when she fought Liz Kermouche, she wasn't like that. Uh, she's fighting Sarah McMahon. I don't think she's going to have that attitude. When, when she fought other girls, she didn't... Sarah Kaufman, she wasn't like that. She, right. was, she didn't say, I want to embrace the booze. Now we, got, now, we do have to think, is this a good strategy for Ronda Rousey, being that she wants to be a, a movie star as well? Because if Ronda Rousey is going to be in the Expendables and the Fast and the Furious and want to have other movies, am I going to want to pay $10 to see a girl who's not an actress, who's becoming an actress, who, who's, who's telling everyone to F off? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, 
and, and she's got so much. There's so much upside to her being good sport. Yeah, she's a good. If she sport. was a good sport, I mean, she'd be she'd be the Michael Jordan of women's MMA. And she could be on Dancing with the Stars when she retires, or she could have a her the Ronda Rousey the show. Or, <laughs> yeah, she could. Have, there's so much upside to her being a good sport, and there's so little downside. And she already won. She went out. She looked great. She performed like a maniac. She, she was th- hip-tossing. She, she won the fight. She kicked ass. There was no need for her right, not to So let me ask hand. you this. So w- would you say that a lot of that responsibility would lay, lay on the shoulders of the management or the people that are around her? Yes. Tell her, like, like, look, you are fantastic at what you do, and you'll, you know, we want these endorsements, blah, 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 blah. You need to be a better sport about it. Um, stop, you know, flicking people off. I do. I think William Morris, her agency, um, her manager, her PR person, but a girl like Ronda Rousey not gonna listen to is so stubborn. Right. And you, you don't get to be that good without having a hard head <laughs> and being stubborn and doing what you think that you want to do. So that's the thing is that you're. Yeah, but talking, at some point. If I, if I was her manager, I would say, listen, Ronda, you have the looks, you have the talent, people love you, you're hot, you're an amazing fighter, you got everything going. There's no need to try to be the heel right. of you MMA. Could be, you could be the total package. The one piece that's missing is humility. You get that's, that humility, that's it. you're the total package. And that's the thing. is that you, Right now, you're is 9 that, out of 10. And she's pissing off a lot of athletes, too, because you look at people's tweets. Like, the guys in MMA were like, not, even like guys like Tim Kennedy, Ronda, you know, not cool, Ty, Tyrone, uh, Tyrone Woodley. Really, Ronda? People right. are like, dude, the sport is bigger than Ronda Rousey. The sport is bigger than everybody. Sports have been going on forever. And... The greatest fighters in the world, and all and all athletes in the world, the 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 Muhammad Ali's, the the Joe Frazier's, the the Joe Lewis's, the Anderson Silva's, the Randy Couture's, the the Fedor's. After a fight, they would shake hands. It's just the way it goes. They, right. you know, they well, would. Well, Chael Sonnen, Ch- Ch- Chael Sonnen, oh, you know, he could, he's easy to not like. Yeah. But he's amusing. Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a different level, though. Yeah, he's, he's a different level, but, I mean, he can be the heel, but everybody loves him anyway. Because he does it with a with, grain with of salt. With, with a, a tongue-in-cheek tongue or whatever. Cheek. This is just, like, straight-up <laughs> anger and bitterness. Yeah, this is just <laughs> craziness. Anyway, uh, we have a great show. Uh, we have Diego Sanchez on the show. The dream. As well as Hector Lombard. <laughs> I wish I had something funny to say about that guy. I'm scared. Thank you guys for, uh, for tuning in. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Okay, so right now we are on the phone with Diego Sanchez. Diego, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm just uh, just hanging out, just waiting for you guys to call uh, in between <laughs> practices right now, and just feeling good, man. My weight's down, and I'm excited to get started on 2014. Yeah, nice. man. Uh, Diego, hey, I just so you know, like I actually. I didn't even know you were following MMA Roasted until one day out of nowhere you were like, hey man, you make me laugh every single day. Just don't make fun of me too much. Diego Sanchez. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, I, I've been a fan of yours forever. I mean, since, since the first oh, time. Oh, no, man. No, you got, some, you got some good chicks up your sleeve, man. You had me, you've given me some good laughs. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, man. Well, you've, uh, you know, you've been very entertaining yourself. Um, you've had more fight of the nights than anybody else in the U- well, more fight of the years than anybody else in the entire UFC. That's which, crazy. Which is... Uh, he, he, you're a straight-up savage, man. You're an animal. He's <laughs> damn warrior. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, man. Um, now, now, you're fighting, you're, 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 uh, fighting Miles Jury coming up. Uh, he's undefeated. Uh, what are your, what are your uh, plans for that? I mean, is, 
What's uh, with my thoughts on yeah. uh, my thoughts on Mal Jury is um, the kid's tough, man. He's um, you know any anybody that's undefeated, they're undefeated for a reason. And um, so with that in mind, you know I, I've I've, I've taken a look at his tapes and I've I've seen his strengths, I've seen his weaknesses, and I feel like he excels in the same areas that I excel, but um, I'm just a little bigger, stronger, and wiser, and uh, that's gonna be the difference in this fight. Is it, is it going to be a, like one of your typical crazy wars that, that like you've been in, or are you going to fight a more tactical fight? Or you know, I, I to be honest, I I think the guy's going to try to run, run, run. So you know, unfortunately, you know, not every fight's going to be as great as the last one. You have to have the the opponent to um, to to have those type of fights. You have to have the right type of person, and uh, I don't think that. That, uh, that that this guy is gonna go in there and, and try to fight me. He um, he trains with one of my old trainers that I used to train with um, back in San Diego. Right. Tony Powell. So if, if if you know Tony Tony's a smart guy and you know, Tony's gonna tell him like, look man, you're not gonna be able to knock this guy out. Like, don't get your hopes up on knocking him out. You need to just try to like win on points and stick and move. And so I'm expecting that, and I'm also expecting for him to try to take me down. He's excelled in all his fights by taking people down. He dominated Anthony um, Michael Johnson by taking him down and right. and um, using his jiu-jitsu. So I I, 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 see, I see him going to his strength and and also trying but also trying to to play play uh, the points game. So I got some I got some tricks up my sleeve, and I think that um, once he gets hit by one of my big power shots, uh, things could change. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing, man. You've taken, you've been in so many wars. Do you ever like get nervous that like, man, I, I'm just taking too many punches, or does that ever? You know, what? I, I, I don't. I, I really, I don't. I've never had any concussions in my entire career, and so with with that, you know, like I, I, I feel good. I, I, even the guys at, at seventy, you know, I, I, I see some heavy hitters like Jake Ellenberger and. And Martin Catman and Koscheck and I, at 70, I felt like you know the guys hit a lot harder than the guys at 55. Right. And when I went down to 55, you know, opposed to walking into uh, BJ Penn's um, overhand right, you know, I I, I I came in real fast into that punch. But besides that, you know, no one else even um, I've never even felt any of the punches at 55. Who, 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 was, who was the guy that hit the hardest? You know, Gilbert Melendez, he got me with a good elbow up against the cage that cut my that cut my eye. It was a good Muay Thai elbow, but did it daze me or jar me or, or, or did I feel a little like a little buzz? No, nothing. Not in the whole fight. I didn't feel I didn't feel like he had me injured at all. Out of all the out of all the guys you fought, who do you think hit the hardest? Uh, I get asked that one. Um, well, obviously, the only time that I've um, that I've been out was uh, with DJ Penn, and and that was that one shot that was was really hard. And then he hit me with the uh, accumulation of shots after that that was you know was hard to recover from um, when he was going for the finish. But um, you know, I I don't necessarily think he hits the hardest. I think probably the hardest hitter that, um, I don't know, I'd, I'd have to probably give it to Koscheck. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to say Ellenberger. You know, yeah, the Ellenberger, too. Ellenberger, 
Hamburger too. You know, I think the hardest hit I've been hit with was by cost check, um, because I remember, you know, having a little, like a little, feeling a little, little buzz from it, and he and he he hit me on the jaw and, and cut my lip, and, and I would say that was probably the hardest hit that I that I had aside from this fight that I fought in King of the Cage, where I fought this guy Renee Kronvold, and Renee Kronvold hit me with. Uh, he was a Denmark kickboxer, and this dude hit me with a combination, and I had a lazy lip for like five months. <laughs> I, I couldn't kiss. I I I looked all retarded. Like you know, he 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 gave me nerve damage. Fortunately, you know, it came back. You know, like the nerves came back. But yeah, no, I've I've, I've taken a couple. I've taken a couple hard hits in my fight in my fight career, but I don't feel like I you know look like some of those guys who get knocked out real bad. Or you know, I, I feel like I've been, I've been good, with, been good with all that. I have, I have a question that you've never been asked. So you used to work at UPS, correct? Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, when you were what can Brown when do you, for you? Now, when you were delivering packages, did you ever have like a milf that was like, "Hey, come in," and then you like totally like banged her? Uh, no, 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 no. I just worked in the warehouse, oh. so I was with, I just with all the all the crazy uh, UPS loaders and unloaders and. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I give it up to those guys. I did it for one year, and that was one of the hardest jobs I ever done. And of course, I was training twice a day while doing it. But still, man, that was put some tough labor in the hot summers. He's like, and man, so I can't... all you guys out there, my hats off to you guys. You know, thank you for. <laughs> you'd rather, throw the box. You'd rather get punched and kicked in the head than than throw boxes on a truck. <laughs> Don't throw the boxes. I'm not saying I never threw no boxes. No, I'm just saying. Speaking, speaking of you throwing boxes, like I heard after the Ultimate Fighter, you went back to Albuquerque and you were just banging every <laughs> woman in Albuquerque. Like you were just Here going, we go. you were going to town, and uh, and then you got kind of sidetracked from partying too much. Can you please elaborate on this? Uh, no, not at all. No, I was always just been very selective. Um, you know. Very selective in 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 my relationships, and I you know I fell in love a couple times, but um, you know for twenty minutes at a time, you know I you know God blessed me with a really good woman, and so now I'm all settled down and, and married and and doing the family thing, and and it's the best thing, and it's the best thing ever. You know, it's Is it's it? a challenge in itself, but it's it's all worth it for the kids and the family. When you settled down with the family and the kids and all that, is that when you became the dream? As opposed to the nightmare. Um, somewhat, yes, yes, somewhat, somewhat. The but the nightmare. See, the nightmare was the nightmare in the cage, but the nightmare had became the nightmare out of the cage also. So you know, that's when I had to make the change because I got a little bit out of control. I got a little bit out of control, like you said, with the partying and stuff. Um, and I, you know, I, I just, I, I fell into a lie, man, a lie of, you know, that. Partying it up is the lifestyle to live, and 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 it's not, man. It doesn't get you anywhere, but but down and and down and back. It's it's fun when you're doing it, but um, you know, it's you can't you can't you can. That's like you know, twice a year, you know, hang out, you know, celebrate. Celebrations are great, you know, family, especially family celebrations. But now, you know, like- if you're doing it the way I was doing it, I was, you know going out for a month 
after every fight, you know, and just going big and going hard after I. Now, what does that? Now, now, what does that entail? Now, yeah, what does that exactly mean? Like you were going. I mean, I mean, no disrespect. I, I, I just really want to know. Like, what is that? Does that mean you were like? Is that cocaine and alcohol or? No, it's just that's just uh, that's just going hard. It's just you know you're you're going out. You know you're going to Vegas. You know and you're staying there for five days. You know and you're going out every night and. And and you're drinking heavy and, and you know and my thing was I smoked a lot of weed like a lot of weed and and um, some people you know like Joe Rogan say weed's not bad for you but for me it wasn't good for me and, you know and it led to to combine with alcohol it really led to some bad decisions and wow and um, you know I learned I learned my lesson and I, I cleaned my act up. Were you getting into like street fights at all like out in the clubs or? Oh, I've been in plenty of street fights in my in my day, even 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 in 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 my UFC UFC days. I've been in some street fights, but not too many, not too many, not too many. Everybody was everybody. I've, you know what? I've always been cool, and I've always believed in what Bruce Lee said. You know, like you know, the best fight, the 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 best way to fight is to not fight at all, and 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 that's you're, you're winning. And so I can always believe in that. But yeah, of course, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it gets crazy and right. you got to throw it down. Now, I, but, I, remember, uh, I remember back in the day, you, you always had the best uh, uh, ring entrances. I mean, I remember back, you either, uh, well, you either had like the meanest face no, I've yeah, ever his seen. mean faces were ridiculous. Unbelievable. I mean, Ronda Rousey has nothing on your mean faces, by the way. I mean, you are the original. Or you had the Tony Robbins, yet, you know, you were listening to Tony. Are, are you still into Tony Robbins at all or? Oh, not so, not so much. But uh, you know, I, I learned a lot from Tony Robbins. I learned a lot, and and he, you know, I, I got some good wisdom from his conferences, and uh, they were very motivating and everything. But um, yeah, no, no, I, I I love I love all that, man. I love the the, the walk down to the cages classic, and and I was just thinking about that when I was watching the fight on Saturday. I was watching Anderson Silva come out, and I was like, man. He got the best song. I'm like, that is so classic. That song is just like the best UFC walkout song. And before him, Chuck Liddell used to have the best walkout song. And now he, nobody really has the best walkout. Matt Hughes had a good one, but you know, I mean, a song that gets you like pumped, but like you know, like a like a calm, like a good pumped. But uh, I was like, man, I need to find me a good one. You know, I'm always coming out to different songs that that feel right for the moment in time. But uh, what are you gonna yeah, come out uh, to next? Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. Uh, I, I, I'm real big into like old school, old school hip hop. Right. Like, the old school, the like really like the like 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 jam on it and like breakdancing music. I like that type <laughs> no, of music. From Nucleus. Uh, yeah, get me in my break dancing rhythm. Um, that way I could break dance in the cage. Did you used uh, to break you know, dance? That. Huh? Did I used to break? No, I never. I never. I never break dance, but I, I do it now a little bit. I, as part of my training, it's part of my training that I do now. I, I found this wrestling coach that that teaches me break dancing with my wrestling. He was a break dancer, so a lot of the moves come from break dancing and. <laughs> So like it, it's a really cool style. It really applied to me because I was always a scrambler anyway. I just like move, 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 move. Never stop, never stop, never stop. Move, 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 move. Never stop, never stop, never stop. And 
you know, I, I, I think, yeah, I work very hard to get myself in condition, but I also think that, that God has blessed me with, with a natural good conditioning because I don't see guys like me. I don't see guys like me that, that as the, uh, usually the, the opposite. You know, the fight goes on and they start getting tired, they start getting slower, you know, they start moving less. And I'm the opposite. You get your you second know, win. Like, as fight keeps going, I wish I could have all five round fights because I'm by the end of the third round, most of the time, I have the momentum and I'm going in a in a, in a good positive direction. So where I've already almost broke. I mean, Jake Ellenberger, yeah, um, Melendez. You know, some of my losses that I had. I mean, you know, even even in the tournament fight. You know, like. People who said that was controversial, but even in the countenance fight, you know, I had, I, 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 with the will, with the will, the inner will that I have, and the cardio and the conditioning and the strong chin that I have, I could break these guys mentally. And they're like, you know, eventually they kind of start to give up a little bit. And like, they're like, who, 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 the breath, and I'm still coming. Oh, shit, he's still coming. Oh, that's nuts. You know? <laughs> no, I, I absolutely. I mean, the Jake Ellenberger fight is a classic example. I think of that. I mean, you definitely had the momentum in the third. Do you think maybe um, you should maybe start a little? Just, sometimes do you look back and be like, "Oh man, I, I wish I would have done more in the, in the first round and some of your fights." That I try, I try to tell myself that I'm like, okay, you only have one round. Uh, I try to tell myself that, and you know, sometimes it's just you know, it. You're fighting. I've been fighting the top guys for a while, so. You know, it's it, it just it just depends. You know, right? Like, like Gilbert Melendez, I, I, you know, I, I gave it my all in that fight. I, I thought it was a draw. You know, some guys, yeah. you know. I thought so too. Hey, that was baby. the best fight I've ever I, I, seen. I was going to say that 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 has my nomination for a fight of the year. No, that fight is like the deck of like the century. That was that was unbelievable. That was ridiculous. By the way, Ben Askren said that was the most boring fight he's ever seen. Just so you know, <laughs> Ben Askren. You know, there, there might be some there might be some better fights out there, but I'll tell you this: what made that fight amazing was that I had a huge three inch gash on my eye, and I brought out the localness. And, 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 dude, I just was like a Terminator, you know? And, and, and the guys, I'm like, okay, you know, you can't hurt me. Come on, let's do this. Let's go, you know? And you're going to run or you're going to go. And come on, come on, try to finish me, you know? No, that and, gas was huge. I thought, and, I, I thought and, Gilbert and, was going to hard to have sex with you. And, 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 and that's, what, that's what made, you know, that's what made the, you, you, you bite your nails and get out of your seat and you're like, oh, holy shit, this guy's nuts. And, you know, that's the thing. And so, you know, I hope that me and Gilbert will get a fight again. I hope. Uh, I believe without a doubt that we will meet up again. Uh, dude, that would I be, really do. That would be a huge rematch. Now, some of the other guys you said that you wanted to fight were uh, Nate Diaz, correct? Yeah, he's, he's next on my list. So, so I'm going to go out and take care of this guy, Miles Jury, in, in, in dominant fashion. You know, I'm, I'm sure he's going to hear that and it's going to make him want to train harder. But I'm um, I'm I'm coming hard for this fight, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put him down. I'm gonna put him down and out, and and then I want Nate Diaz, you know, because you know I've tried so hard to to pick a fight with this guy, and and like come on, man, like do it for your bigger brother, you know, avenge the loss for your family, you know, like come on, like you know. The guy, he's swinging from Gilbert Melendez's nuts. Like, I tried so hard to pick a fight with this guy. He wouldn't even respond to me. This guy, he's scared. He is so... Because he knows, he knows, he knows, 
You know, look at you guys. How do you think the Nate Diaz fight would go? I mean, do you think you would knock him out in the first, or? No, I think that, you know, I, I, I think it would be a good fight. I think I, I respect the Diaz brothers, both of them. They're, they're, they're down-ass fighters, just like me. And that's where I want to fight. I want to fight a down-ass fighter like me, one that's not scared. Right. And that's why I like him, and that's why I want to fight him. But uh, as far as prediction, you know, I wouldn't want to say how I would, how I would beat him. But, yeah, so I think if I, if I, I think it would, I think me and him possibly could go, you know, I, we could go like five rounds. Like, we could go probably like ten rounds. You know, I just think it would be a, be a really, really good fight because they're tough, man. They're really tough. Like, if, you, if uh, let's just say that uh, Nate Diaz was listening right now and you wanted to call him out, what would you say to him right now? Let's do this, man. Come on, man. Sell it, man. Get him angry. This is what I would say. Stop using the bullshit ranking system as an as an excuse. See? This guy's using the bullshit ranking system as an excuse when he just got knocked out by Josh Thompson, you know, recently. You know, I've never been knocked out. You know what I mean? I've been I've been around since day one. I've been, I've, I was the old first ultimate fighter. I've been fighting good guys for a long time. No one submitted me. No one finished me. And, and, and it's like, dude, I'm here. You know, if, whether I'm not in the ranking system or not, it don't matter. You know, I'm here. I, I, I'm, I'm in the steep five pound division and I'm here. I just took it to the number, number three guy who I think is the number one guy. And, and just because I'm not on those rankings, this guy wants to duck me when he knows this is the fight the fans want. This is the fight everybody wants. Everybody wants to see me fight little Nate Diaz. Because, you know, it's like, come on, it makes sense. It's the best fight. Who else is he going to fight? All right, he ain't going to fight Khabib. Khabib's fighting Gilbert. Um, who else is he going to fight? Ain't no one else. You know, give him Masvidal. Right? No, oh no, Masvidal's on a loss. I'm, I'm waiting. I think this is what he says. I'm gonna wait till I can get my title shot with Anthony Pettis. Like, bro, dude, it's, and, and you, you, you're not freaking Floyd Mayweather. Come on, man. You're Nate Diaz. You know, you just got rocked. You got beat by Josh Thompson. He's ahead of you. What makes sense? Diego Sanchez makes sense. You know, I didn't get my ass kicked by Gilbert Melendez. You know, I, I we went toe to toe, blow for blow, and I dropped him. I put him out. He was out for a minute. He didn't put me out. Right. He didn't put me out. So, so you know, the, there we go. There we go. Like uh, I'm in the I'm in the mix. I'm in the mix of 155. Whether all those guys at 155 want me to be or not, because the reason being is the ranking system, and I'm not high up on the ranking system. So they're like, oh no, that's the most dangerous, most risky fight I can take is Diego Sanchez. Which is crazy and, because you, know, you finally, saw, you finally stopped getting high in like, person, and now you're not high in the rankings. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's the little young guys. And then there's Conor McGregor. You, I know you guys don't want to hear about Conor McGregor. No, this I want to hear guy, about Conor McGregor. Oh, my God. Now, according this to Conor, is, now according this to Conor McGregor. Yeah, according to Conor this, McGregor said he would, he would whip your fat ass easy. That's 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 not my – those aren't my words. This, Conor, guy, this guy is delusional. He thinks he's the GOAT. He thinks he's the greatest of all time. It's like, you know what, dude? Like, prove your shit, man. Dude, yeah, how, you many, fight, how many places well, is he You know what? Matt Farley is what? 19, 20 years old? Maybe, I don't even know if he's 21. I don't even know if he can buy a beer. <laughs> he's Irish. He's been getting he's, drunk for a minute. No, Max Holloway. Somebody. Oh, and Max Holloway. And he's fight you on um, two weeks notice. And, like, and, and, you, and, you, and you don't kick his ass. And you're thinking that you're the GOAT. You're not the GOAT. I don't care whether your knee is hurt or not. Like... 
so he, the guy is, he, he he's not he's not cool in my book. He's he's just not cool, you know. And and and, and I had to end it, man. When he when he pulled out a little fat joke, talking shit, calling me fat, I'm like. All right, you know what, dude? This guy, bro, this guy has issues. He's gonna, he's gonna figure out. He's gonna figure out. He's gonna go through life. He's gonna get some lessons in life, and eventually, the shit's gonna catch up to him. It's gonna, it's gonna catch up to him hard. And if it's me that that catches up to him, so be it. I would love to be the one, but. You know, I, I'm pretty sure UFC knows, you know, like, they don't want this guy to get crushed yet. Like, they want to... I mean, yeah, I mean, well, you you guys have been going back and forth. You said that you were going to beat his ass at the fighter summit, if you see him. Oh, I... I he, yeah, he, he, he brought it out of me. He brought a little bit... See, he brought the street fighter out of me. Because that's my core I love before it. I was... Before I was a... Before, before, I, before I was a mixed martial artist, I was a street fighter. And... That's where I learned to fight was was street fighting, and yeah, I was a great wrestler too. But I, I became a fighter in the streets, you know, wanting to test myself after my wrestling career was done with. And so I know what I, what I'm capable of, and I, I know all weight classes aside. I don't. I, that's where my best moments of fighting, that I, where I did the most awesome stuff, was in street fights. And I, 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 I'm against street fighting now because I'm blessed and I'm lucky that I never got stabbed or shot because it could have happened plenty of times. But so I, I tell the kids, you know, don't street fight, you know. Right. But when I say street fight, I mean street fight as a mentality, as a style of all over the top, over the edge, you know, that switch where... You know, when you're in a street fight, you don't got all you don't got all night to dance around and play toe to toe dancey dancey. You know, there might be another guy coming up behind you with a with a baseball bat, or the cops might be coming, or you know, some guy might you know pull out a gun. You don't know, so you better right. take care of business quick. So okay, uh, so, so so let's say that you just whoop uh, Miles Jerry, right? Let's say you beat Miles Jerry, and then the UFC says, you know what, Conor McGregor, you know, you, you talk to talk, you're gonna fight Diego Sanchez. What happens during this fight? I don't know, man. I don't know if, if, if I don't know if I don't know, dude. Honestly, he I just I, I he has to at least beat somebody. Like that, he beat that one guy that was that like his UFC debut or something. And like he had, you know, he he beat one guy, but like the guy needs to at least beat somebody with a name, even a lower level name. You know, like. The guy has to beat somebody, period. So you don't like, think so you don't think Connor deserves at, the, the look fight? Look at all the guys. Look at all the top guys in the one forty five pound division. There's so many guys. Look at Dustin Poirier. Like hey, like this guy's trying to be all on the greatest. But there's guys like Dustin Poirier out there. That, those guys are good. There's guys like my cup my my teammate, Cub Swanson, you know, that are up there. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's guys like like uh Mendes is is a monster, you know? There's there's a bunch of monsters in that division and that's why I'm just like Dude, you want to come up a division, and you're not even you haven't even beat a monster in your own division. You want to come up and challenge a monster in this division. Good point. That makes sense. It makes it makes total sense to me. And you know, I don't understand why he's calling out people that are fighting at 170. And he's <laughs> I heard he called a Cormier last week. Guy, it doesn't make any this sense. Guy, this guy really believes his own hype. He's 
he's he he hasn't been humbled yet, you know, and 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 very good for him. But like, dude, you know what? Even though the guy has losses, like, cause he's the guy who's undefeated, you yeah. know, he has losses to nobodies, <laughs> and he, and he still believes in life. So to me, I'm like, this guy's delusional. He's like, this shit, like saying that I'm stuttering and shit, dude. Sometimes you know when you're excited and you just freaking went. Round for round in one of the greatest fights of all time, and you're pumped and excited. Come on, bro, you might be stuttering too. Yeah, no, I stutter on a daily basis. That's all I do is stutter, and I haven't fought anybody except for some guy in my elevator. Uh, but <laughs> he lost a tooth. But for anyway, we got. Uh, but uh, well, I'm not a professional public speaker. I'm a professional ass kicker. That's what I do. And you do a very good job of it, uh, Diego. You are a legend. You you know you're the Ultimate Fighter one winner. You, have, did you ever think that you would get this far? Yeah, yeah, I always knew I was gonna, I was gonna be champion. And I, I still, still know I'm gonna be champion. This is my year, 2014. I'm coming, and um, like I said, you know, people, the, the, you know what, the fighters, they know, you know, like Anthony Pettis, Josh Thompson, those are some of the top guys. They know what's up, bro. They're, they're, they're trying to blame the other guy. He's old, he's overwashed up, he's overrated. He, um, what? Oh, oh I'm, I'm not on the top 10. Oh, he's not even top 10. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, those guys know what's up. And, and, and you know what? They respect me and they know what's up, bro. They know what I bring to the table. All of them. All of the top 155 pounders. Absolutely, man. Every one of them. Well, hey, man, it was an honor for you to be on the show. Thank you, Diego. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, man. got it, and it was a good time being with you guys. You guys, you know, you guys try to get me all pumped up and excited and everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's all good. I, I want, um, I want, I want, I want Nate Diaz. That's the one. That's the next one. I think it. I think it has to go down like that because I take out Nate Diaz, and then I'm the only guy to beat both brothers. And I think that's a part of history that needs to go down. If he's scared, he's scared, and he don't want to do it. You know, he, he that that's probably the smartest decision on his part because he got momentum and he knows that I whooped that ass. Because you know, anybody that beats your bigger brother, you're scared of them because like that's your bigger brother. You know, he's the one that like. <laughs> well, uh, you know? well, Nick already lost a random drug test too. Um, but uh, but yeah, absolutely, man, you're. Diego, I let, anytime you want to come on, you have a, a permanent, even if you want to have the Diego Sanchez rant, yeah, we'd love to make you a part of the show, man, because, uh, because... I do need to rant sometimes, and I will start running, and I do go into my little rant, so, you know, uh, maybe we might have to do that, because I, I, I don't deny my rants, I do go on the rants, I get excited, <laughs> and I do go on the rants, and I try to get it all out, and, you know, I'm doing my best at that. Well, you do a great job, man. Well, take care, and have a happy new year, brother. Okay. Happy New Year. Tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, Happy New Year, brother. You know, I'm going to be 32, and it's, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good year. Happy birthday, Happy buddy. birthday, man. Later. Later. Well, that was Diego Sanchez. Uh, Interesting guy. Very shy. Yeah. Um, what, but <laughs> Diego, what... what I, I love Diego Sanchez. I, I could listen to that guy. I could watch that guy fight. That guy, you know, he's, he's all, all emotion. It's refreshing to have a guy who's all he does not care. He just he's a fighter, They're man. Very humble too. If you... <laughs> he, well, I mean, you know what? But you know what though? I mean, he, for a guy, I, I no, mean, I like it though. He's he's earned that way. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. Has anybody else put on as many? You know, the wars, wars between 
you know, Clay Guida and, and, and Gober Melendez and Ellenberger and, Ellenberger and the Martin Campman. And you just you go through Diego Sanchez's whole thing of who the guy's not bound. GS, I mean, not GSP, uh, BJ Penn. You look at the guys he's fought, what he's accomplished. So if anybody deserves to say, look, I'm a fighter, it's Diego Sanchez because that guy. That guy is a fighter. I mean, he's 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 everything. When I think of a, if I was going to war, I, You'd want pick, him. I would want Diego Sanchez Hell yeah. on my team. You know, Jesus, he's all heart. He's, I mean, he's got obviously skill and everything else, and wrestling and striking and kicking and jujitsu. But but heart is, his, I think, his, his biggest, his, his biggest asset. Yeah. The guy's heart. Holy cow. Okay, so we have Hector Lombard on the podcast right now. Happy holidays, Hector Lombard. Hey, happy, happy New Year, <laughs> man. So, Hector, uh, Hector, I know you were in Australia recently, and uh, you ran into Bisbing again, correct? Yeah, I, I ran to that guy again. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? Didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to, but you know, um, he came for the UFC. He always came for all those stuff. Did you say hello to and, him? Uh, no, nah, I didn't. Oh. Did he, <laughs> he, he came. He came back again. And, uh, and oh, here you go again. Did did you shake his hand? <laughs> I didn't want to, but um, he sort of like he was spitting in my face. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god! I'm like, oh, should I punch him or should I just walk away? Jeez. But you know what I mean? I I think twice. I think I think twice. I said, oh, you know, let me be, let me be a a good boy. He. And uh, so when you know when you know I say oh, should I punch you or should I squeeze your hands? Well, what I should do? And he's ah oh, no whatever. So okay, all right, let me squeeze your hands again anyway. So I squeeze it. <laughs> he was ready. He was ready this time though. I, I can't tell you as much. He was. He was prepared. So he was prepared. <laughs> so you squeeze. So you squeeze his hand. And then what did he what did he do? Oh, you know when you know when you know when the guys up there like they know you're gonna squeeze the hand. Oh he like braced himself this time. Like, he's yeah, trying to squeeze he, back. He went, he, he went just right at the end, you know what I mean? Like you know, he didn't give me a, a soft chick hands, you know what I mean? It was like it was like uh how can I spend that to you? Well, last time he made a funny face. Yeah. Did he make a funny face this time? This time he didn't. Oh. He was ready. Oh, he was ready. <laughs> he was practicing his like no no making face skills. Wow. Oh he man. Was, he was. No, he was all ready for for the woods. Yeah, so he braced himself. So you, you didn't get a chance to so, see him make a funny face. No, yeah, yeah. He, he was expecting the pain anyway. So I mean, like. I don't, I don't know how to spend to you. It's okay. No, I, I I appreciate the story. I was looking forward to hearing what happened. I, I remember we talked briefly last time, and you and you started to tell I me. The, the main thing is I squeezed it, even he was ready. Though. 
I was because I remember I had called you last week and, and and then we got the wrong time, but you started telling me that you, you, I ran into your friend Bisbing and I squeezed his hand again. And then for the last week, all I kept thinking was what happened when you squeezed his hand. So uh, thank you for letting me know what happened because I was I was it was bothering me all week. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be have to explain to you the, you know what um what really happened there because you wasn't there. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, but um. Um, you know when you know when you're ready and you're still gonna get beat up, you know no matter where, and you know the fight or I mean like playing a game or whatever, you you ready, you ready, but you're still getting you're still getting it, you're still gonna get your ass whooped. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no matter what you do, I, I've been in those situations when I was wrestling that like no matter what I did, I knew the guy was gonna take me down. He was the guy who was that much better than me. So yeah, uh, it was it was it was like it was like that. Like he knew that I was squeezing it, <laughs> <laughs> and I did it. Uh, maybe he'll learn his lesson next time. He'll just put out his fist to fist bump. Yeah, next time he he'll, he'll exactly he'll try to bump your fist. Now uh, now Hector, you got a big fight coming up against Jake Shields. Um, now are you? Are you ready for this? Are, are you excited? I mean, what's? I remember last time you kept asking me to ask you about Jake Shields, and you're going to take him, and now you get to take him. Uh, will you tell us about your thoughts about that fight? Um, I'm ready uh, for the. I mean, I, 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 how can I spend this? <laughs> this guy's guy just gonna come. This guy's just gonna come to uh, to hug me. I mean, like it's a big hugger. You can't. You, you can't. You got. I can't allow to to his hug to hug me. I'm gonna like. I have to keep the distance and you know punch him up from from the outside. I know that he's prepared for it, but um, I'm gonna be prepared for uh, no. uh for for this guy just trying to hug me the whole fight. Yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. It's, it seems that uh, Jake Shields some, sometimes like he like he he beat Damian Maya. It was kind of a Kind of a boring fight, but he, he seems to be very good at at uh, at grappling and at, at American Jiu Jitsu. That seems to be his specialty. Is this sort of like? Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, definitely not good. Uh, made the fight boring. Oh, I mean, what else he what else he be gonna do? So you're gonna not you're you're, you're gonna knock him out. Yeah, I, I he gotta go over there. And, and made the fight born like he always does. And I can't afford to uh, to uh, um, have another boring fight in the UFC again. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the vintage Hector Lombard that was just savage, like just. Well, the last fight, I mean, right. the, Nate Marquardt. You, yeah. I mean, you, you destroyed Nate Marquardt and uh, against Paul Harris. I mean, you you obliterated Paul Harris. Uh, by the way, I, I, I never. Thought, I wanted to ask you about that. After Paul Harris got cut, do you think he should have got cut? What What were your thoughts about that, by the way? Uh, I mean, I'm an athlete, and uh, and I don't want, and I don't wish, I don't wish the bad to any. To, uh, let's put it this way. Let me let me let me keep it simple. Uh, yeah, I see. I think it should it should be good because. He doesn't learn, you know what I mean? Like, 
right. done it twice already. Man, what the hell? Don't don't do it again. Yeah, yeah he's, I mean, he's gonna hurt somebody. You've been breaking, you've been breaking people's bones, man. Without when the people talking, just, just relax, will you? You know, are you retarded or something? <laughs> you know, with your brain or something, man. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Yeah, no. Break. Come on, seriously. Now, not, not only are you doing are you doing great. A lot of your guys in your camp. I mean, you, uh, Woodley, and uh, Lawler are all. You know, uh, according to Woodley, it's like a race to see who can get to the top first. You guys are just killing it. How do you see the uh, Hendricks Lawler fight going? Yeah, well, I haven't done with, uh, with this guy. <laughs> oh, sorry, keep going. Yeah, like <laughs> I think. He's very evil, man. You know, a guy like that, you, you, you kind of... I don't know what this guy is having in, in any other organization. He's going to keep breaking people's bones, man. Right, Paul Harris, yeah. Uh, imagine if you fought that guy in the street and there was no one to stop you. Paul Harris? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want to fight that guy. I mean, that guy's he's a maniac. I'm just saying, you're like, all right, all right, I'm done, I'm done. And he's like, no, you're not done until I... And now you're done. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could tell you that the, the, the main... The main of... How can a person can be so mean and 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 evil? Because I don't want to think. I mean, sorry that I just cut you off. No, it's okay. But I gotta tell one thing. Okay. Sure. Did, did I have time for this? You have all time in the one. You're, you're you're honestly you're 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 my favorite guest. I could talk to you forever. I, I, I feel like I'm the annoying nephew, that, and I'm like, you're my uncle, you're my Cuban uncle, uh, that I just keep yeah. asking questions yeah. to. But I, I love having you on the show. So thank you. Um, put it this way: uh, you will find out. You will find always find out who is a real who is a real guy when you became a nail. No, when you hammer, you know when you hammer up people left and right. When you when you become a nail. I mean, like when you're in nail, when you're getting beat up left and right, see if you can keep fighting. Right. Either way it goes, either way it goes when you're on top. When you're on top of the game, see if you're going to be humble and see if you're going to just keep talking with everyone. Right. I don't know if you can change what I'm saying here. No, I understand. I, I think, what, you, I think what, you're, what you're saying is that character shows not when you're kicking someone's ass, but when you're getting your ass kicked, how can you come back? How are you going to yeah, respond? That's yeah, what and, yeah, and then what, what I'm saying with this is that, dude, you know, when you're showing, you, when you, you know, like when you already beat the guy, just leave it alone, brother. Right. You know what I mean? Like, leave it alone. Don't just, just, Beat him up, the guy still. Just let it go, brother. You know, you really beat him up. Just chill out. Yeah. Right. And he, some he, people, people, they just, oh, got the leg. You're really tough. Let me smash it. Let me break it in four pieces. Now, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, but, but, yeah, now, by the way, have you ever been the nail in your life? Because it seems like every fight that you've won... Uh, aside from the guys uh, that you've you've either just beaten on a guy mercifully, or every fight you lost was a guy became a hugger and figured out how to grind you out as a and just take you down and like hold you there. Have he's, you ever had never to, been the nail? Ha, have you ever been the nail during a fight? I'm always being a nail. Oh, come on, 
Who's the hammer? Shooting in this state. What? I mean, in the in the way where you know, I mean, like, and put it this way. <laughs> even when, even when, even when, when I win a fight, I don't make a lot of beating shoot. Yeah. You know, that's 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 me. Like being. That's being a nail. Going, yeah, me being me being moon. Now I just dive off and you know just smash the guy and be on top of him and and if you have a rock, I will throw a rock on him too. No, <laughs> just let leave it alone, man. What did you think of Ronda Rousey last week uh, in the UFC after she wouldn't shake Misha Tate's hand? Pretty sure she has her reasons for it. Right. I mean, she said that Misha insulted yeah, I mean, her family. Put it, put it this way. Put it this way. There is no human being, at least if you're really crazy, but there's no being a human being that show, show up every action without an action. Right. So well, what I'm saying with this is like, I, you don't know what, what is behind the scenes, you know what I mean? Like, probably Nietzsche Tate, she's been disrespectful to her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if you're going to go to the bank and rob the bank, you know, you don't got to go and rob somebody when, when, when you have money. She's saying there's a, a reason, there's a reason she was being mean. But everyone, she said that Misha was insulting her family. If somebody insulted your family, would you, you wouldn't shake their hand afterwards, huh? What about, what about you? Were you? Uh, someone insulted my family? Well, I insult my own family. Uh, but, 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 but no, I, I, there, are, there are times where, uh, like, let's say I'm on stage doing comedy, and I, I've had hecklers before. Totally ruin my, try to ruin my show, and then afterwards try to shake my hand and go, "Hey, man, I was kidding." And I was like, "No, dude, like, there's no shaking hands." So I, you know, I was thinking about that, and that would probably be the closest that I've ever come to acting like that. Like, you know what? You know, you didn't play by the rules. You were doing this. We're not shaking hands afterwards. You know, right? You know, but you know what? You know what? I can't tell you is. I can't tell you is. The, the the funny thing is that she's just being real. You know, she's she's being real. Right? And, but and, you're not sticking up for her we, because you guys are we, both into like judo. That part, not, and I don't care if she's a winner. No, I don't care if she's a runner. I mean, I love her mm. in the in the way that I in the way that I I'm, I'm a fan of her. Wait, you, I, wait, you love Ronda Rousey? Like, no, that I'm in love with her. Oh, you're not in love with her. I'm oh, you're, you're, you just love her no, as a no, person. No. But you guys I have trained together. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I like, I like her personality because what you see is what you get. Right. You know. Right. What 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 you see is what you get. She's mean, but at the same time, she's dedicated. Yeah. And, and uh. And now I don't want to suck it up. I'm not sucking up to her or whatever because I know there's a lot of people there and gonna get confused. No, but you also have that. You guys both have that judo background. I, now I, I I know that for a while it seemed like if you look at the mixed martial arts, it seemed jujitsu and the first UFCs was the dominant martial arts. Then it kind of became wrestling. 
And now there's a, there's a movement sort of towards judo, where judo is kind of making a, I wouldn't say a comeback, because it's always mm-hmm. been there. But are you, uh, do you, have you been noticing that, that judo seems to be like the, you know? Yeah. Um, judo is being always a strong sport. Please, uh, but uh, what I'm saying, I don't know if I did uh, that if it was with you when when I was I was talking to you about it. Then I, that I say there's no one that is gonna be Ronda Rousey because she's been training, she's been she's been doing judo since she was like five years old, lifting bodies and stuff like that. So how how come these all these women they just come from a from a local gym? Uh, after they're 15 or whatever, and they start training because it's cool. I don't know, probably she got in, they got involved with the boyfriend, and the boyfriend say, oh, you know, I'm doing this, you know, and she oh, yeah, I want to be famous. And then they start doing that, and and then, and then they want to fight, and then they become a little bit famous. It's a different story with Ronda, you know? Ronda... She started when, you know, when she was like five or four years old. Yeah. You know, and she didn't, she didn't did it because it was cool. She did it because the mother pushed her. And uh, today she says, oh, I'm grateful to my mother. But, uh, you know, um, she says that before she used to hate all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sort of like sort of like Mayweather back in the days. Like he started off because the father wanted him to be a champion. So who can be Mayweather today? Nobody. No one. Well, because he start he start you know because his father. And uh, and uh, how did you, you how know, did you start? I, by the way. Who got Hector Lombard into fighting? I got myself in the in the, in the U. It was nothing else where I, where I came from. You know what I mean? Uh, it was it was nothing else. It was just judo and baseball. I hate baseball. <laughs> I'm sorry for you know some baseball fans up there, but kind of I'm like that. Right. Football board and and, and um, all that. So I don't like I don't like I never like baseball. And uh, it was just judo and baseball, so I decided to go for judo. Do and you do you miss Cuba at all or no? No. Say hell. I don't know that maybe. I I I've been to it's Cuba. Nice weather. Yeah, I've been to Guantanamo. I've been to Guantanamo Bay. Bay. It was uh, yeah, it was it was it was I mean, beautiful. I've been I've been telling a lot of people. I you know. I, I'm saying I'm I'm Cuban and I love Cubans, but uh, no man. <laughs> how, how can you miss how can you miss bad things, man? <laughs> serious? No, I don't know. About no, about yeah, I'm being serious. But I mean, you could still like have a family there and friends there and people you grew up no, with. No, 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 my family's up here, America. Oh, okay. All right, that's that was more yeah. of the question. That's that's where I was going with it. It wasn't the actual like Cuba, you know, you know, in Castro. I, I was just asking if you actually. Like, Actually, my mother she's walking around by. By the way, she just walked past. Oh, nice! Tell her I said hello. And that, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of her son. Now, um, uh, 
Now, last time, uh, you know, we talked about Ben Askren, and, you know, I still think the UFC should have signed Ben Askren. Um, ben... Oh. <laughs> you, you, you know, oh, you're I'm killing a, I'm me. A fan of you, I'm a fan of yours, but I disagree with you in that one. Is it? I, I, I disagree with you. I said to you before, we are in entertainment business, you know? Um, now, in it, entertain, you, you're there just to entertain yourself. You know, you know that just to bore yourself up. Right. No, I understand people think it's boring. I, you know, I'm a fan of his wrestling. Now, I had posted on the forum what you said about Ben Askren. That, you know, I would say 80% of the people thought that you would win. There was a good, a good number of people who thought Askren, uh, his wrestling might be too much. But then, it, but then it came up that you guys had trained together. Have you trained with Ben Askren? Yeah. <laughs> so what happened when you I guys? Wanna, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear from you that he lied to you and then he says that he whooped my ass because that wasn't that wasn't true. No, I, 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 I he didn't say that. But I want to hear from you. What happened when you and Ben Askren trained together? Uh, you know, I want to. Uh, hold on a second. My back is killing me. Hold on. Um, man, I, I, I don't like. I don't like to get. To go out there and say things about people without, without when, when they haven't they haven't say a thing bad bad for me. But I mean, he didn't do a thing, you know. <laughs> Just put it that way. I mean, no, uh, there was someone said that, and, that, uh, that that he said he wanted no part of you after training with you. Was that did you just dominate him in training? Is that, is that what happened? Yeah, he knows. It. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, a lot. Now, the, uh, we have a, a question from the uh, from the underground because I, I, I put anybody ha have any questions. Uh, there's a guy named Machismo uh, who wants to know about there was a, a street fight that you got into with another judoka in Cuba. Uh, would you like to talk about that at all? Uh, which one? Which one? Because I've gone too many street fights. But was was there one specific one that you got into with a very famous judo guy in Cuba? Oh, uh, <laughs> man! To be honest, to be honest to you, I was trouble back in the days. I mean, every day you are going to fight with somebody. What else? What else? What else? Uh, okay, what there was a. <laughs> Now, all right. Now, everybody. Uh, now, now, every time that I say, do you have anybody questions for uh, Hector Lombard? Everybody always talks about there was supposedly a rumor that you were uh, beating up everyone at the gym. The people you were just destroying your training partners, and that you and Bar Josh, Josh Barnett got into a fight, a two-hour fight at the gym, and it was. I will be. I will, I will be <laughs> Why? I can tell it straight up in, in in your radio in your in your radio show. I whoop his ass. You whoop Barnett's ass at, at, the, at the gym? Yeah. I mean, obviously, people won't, won't believe that because they're going to say, ah, bullshit, ah, this, whatever. I whoop his ass. He knows it. So, and, and, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell the whole story. Okay. Okay. We started, you know, training, whatever. He thought that he was going, 
he, he, he thought that I was going to suck it up to him, which is like a, no, a big no for me because I don't like to suck it up to anyone. Uh, so he would come, he would come and uh, give clothes to everyone and, and people just, you know, suck it up to him, whatever. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? You know? I'm like, the hell? And, uh, and you know, time, time goes by. And one day we're sparring. And I'm just demolishing. I just beat the shit out of his, his face. It was a mess. And just, he just walked away from the sparring. He just left. What does that tell you? That's crazy. I mean, he's he has a hundred pounds on now, him. Yeah, what is that thing? Like, uh, it's just you know, I, I whooping the hell out of you, put it away. What? I, I whooping the I whooping the hell out of you. You blood everywhere. The 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 mouth was full of blood and stuff like that. And you just couldn't handle it. You couldn't do nothing about it. You tired. You don't want to get hit anymore, and you just walk away from the sparring. So I'm like, what the hell's going on here? But this guy left. So, you know, I thought he was going to just get, you know, grab something and, you know, just hit me with it or whatever, but he just left and then, you know, I saw him the other day. The next day, the next, the, the next day. So long story short, one day I was training and and that was the second the, the, the second time that we spar. He 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 got me tired. And, and and my son can die from you know, I just you know swear for my for my son's life about this situation here. Okay? My son can just die. Let's forget about the first the first thing that I told you about me whooping his ass and you know, he was bleeding everywhere. And, uh, you know, he couldn't handle it anymore. And he just walked away from the sparring. Well, I don't mean to interrupt, but, oh, but did you say... Which is, this is, this is like 100% truth. Right. And my son can't just die. I swear, I swear for my son, for my son's life. Wait, you're, right. wait, you're, he, he's wait. swearing on his son's life. Okay, okay. He wait. swears on his son's life. That this is true. Son. Okay, gotcha. Yes. And, uh, long story short. Too late. Another day we sparring, <laughs> and I sparred with Babalu. I was sparring with Babalu, and he actually was detaining the sparring section. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was he was he was running the sparring section, okay? And I was sparring with Babalu. I sparred with Babalu. I sparred with uh, 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 Fletcher. I forget his first name. I know he's a Fletcher. Tate Fletcher? He fought up. Holy Second? smokes. Was it, was it Tate Fletcher? From the Ultimate Fighter years ago? Yeah, he fights out of California. He, uh, he fought a couple times for uh, LESC. Hmm. Anyway, I spot him. Uh, I spot... Uh, I spot... Uh, Babalu. I spot... Anyway, it was like a bunch of guys. I sparred five guys there, all right? Five guys. Five guys you sparred that He jumping. He jumping. <laughs> when I was tired, I swear to God. 
So you fought five guys, and then Barnett just jumps in, but you've already been sparring. In five minutes, five minutes sparring section, okay? Right. He should jump in. And I'm like, oh, you sparring now? What the hell? I was exhausted. Okay? Is yeah. that fair to you? That, that makes sense to me. I mean, of course it's fair to me. I mean, dude, are you kidding? I'm, I'm exhausted hearing this. Anyway, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, okay, you know, you want to spot, spot, whatever. He went, he just rushed it, and he took me down. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then he just dropped. He was pounding me the hell out of me. Bah, 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 throwing bombs at me. He want to knock me out. And I was exhausted. You know, and I was like, I remember that I was fighting for my life. I'm like, what the hell? At one point, I was thinking to just bite his ass because I'm, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? You know what I mean? So you're going to bite his ass? I was going to bite his ass. Okay. Because, you know, what the hell? You know, it's just fighting for your life. Right. So I escaped. <laughs> and I got on top. Guess what he said? What did he say? Oh, okay, okay. That's it. It's enough. It's enough. I'm like... No, let's go on now. Let's do this shit now. And he's like, now I'm running this party session in. I'm running this party session in. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so he's How a man can be so coward and do that to anybody, anyone? That's crazy. I mean, you were tired. He, he jumped on you. He was pounding away. Oh. You, you, you reversed him. And then he said, a fight's over. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, I, what else I can tell you, right? No, you, no, you told us, dude, you, you, you uh, I mean, they, now, now that's training. Do you think in a real fight you would beat Josh Barnett? In a real fight, I would I w- I w- demolish Josh Barnett. <laughs> wow. In wow. the face-to-face fight, me and me were held but allowed by <laughs> Headbutts yeah, is biting. Know, what the hell is going on? You know, like, if we go to the ground, I'm just going to buy you. I got to buy the shit on you. Survival. Yeah. You know? So you... I, will, I will definitely beat him. I will definitely beat him in a street fight. He knows that. And I don't scared to tell him in a, in a national rally station. I will, I will tell him he's crazy if you see him too, which I have already. Right. But, yeah. Well, Hector Lombard, this is why you're my favorite guest, man. Uh, you, uh, Always entertaining. You are the most entertaining, uh, scariest, uh, uh, hilarious human being I, I think I've met in my life, man. Uh, you, are, you are one of a kind, dude. And uh, I can't wait for your fight against Jake Shields, man. Uh, thank, thank you for, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. You know, I really, I really have fun with you guys. You know, <laughs> shows in that I'm... Since that I never have with you know, cause you know like, I, I tell you, it's my, you know, it's a lot, of, it's a lot of wanna be, it's a lot of wanna be, uh, how you call, how you call journalists it? and reporters and interviewers yeah. and comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a lot wanna be reporters someday. They, they just wanna be. It, it's like, have you know, have you seen those guys who just try hard, like yeah, they pull the. They put the rings in the car and and uh, and then and they, they paint the car and they just say wanna be. <laughs> just be yourself, man. You know, if you're gonna be, you're gonna be. You know, you don't have to just try hard. Yeah, absolutely. And now, uh, and now, uh, and uh, what I'm saying with this is like, there's a lot of reporters that just want to become famous. 
I mean, the key of the reporter, the key of the reporter is just let the guy be himself. Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? I'm too, and, I'm too scared not back, to. Back, back in the days when, uh, when uh, uh, Muhammad Ali would only do interviews with uh, one person. Howard Cosell. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there is a guys up there, they are real. And there is all these ones they just want to be. So sometimes, you know, I, I get those those guys they, they want to be. They said, oh, can you please do an interview? I said, I'll go away. No. <laughs> oh, you know, but, you know, I feel I feel you guys are real, you know. Absolutely, man. No, we, we're, we're real fans, man. We're, we're, we're just real like com- having fun. We're real comedians. We're real fans. And, uh, dude, have a, have a great New Year, Hector, man. And uh, we definitely want to have you back. By the way, I have never – I've been doing this show for a year now, and I have never had more people – Ask for for a fighter to come back on, uh, than you. Uh, the the fans the, the fans love you, man. Um, and uh, keep up the great work. And uh, I can't wait to watch your fight. We're gonna have you on before then, and uh, have a happy New Year, man. Well, they, you know, uh, likewise. And the fans the fans the fans they know that I'm I'm real too. You know, I mean, I, I know I know we're gonna go over there and they just talk shit or talk a lie. Or bring 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 a light to a story to make make myself feel good. Everything that I say is always truth. You know what I mean? It's not like it's, I tell you one thing. It's hundred twenty hundred twenty percent truth. And uh, and just yeah. my name knows it. I believe you, man. The truth is scarier than fiction. I believe you. I uh, one thing. You are not is a lot, is is unbelievable. So uh, so thank you, man. Thanks for coming on and have a great New Year, brother. Oh, that was Hector Lombard. Uh, to everybody that Jesus. kept asking me to ask him about Josh Barnett, uh, that that's the story uh, according to Lombard. Uh, maybe we'll have Barnett on and he'll he'll tell his version of it or uh, yeah. But um, wow, that was uh, that's good. <laughs> That was something. I don't know. I'm, I'm speechless, man. Between Diego Sanchez and Hector Lombard so far. Those are t- totally opposite ends of the spectrum. Those, yeah, those. Well, not really, though. Well, not, not really, but I like mean, Hector, like he takes his time answering. <laughs> it's like, do you know this is being recorded? I don't, I don't think he cares. <laughs> I just I, like, well, you know. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of pauses, but you time, know what? You know what? I mean, I, look, I was at the gym. I'm, but I enjoy listening to I you know what I'm hanging on every word man I'm, I know there's a guy that like normally people people they, they don't stop talking Hector Lombard can say three words and In I will and he says a lot of prolific stuff I mean the whole the nail and the hammer I was like I, I, I knew what he was trying to say I knew what he was saying I knew what he was trying to say and I understand you, you when you're when you're a nail is when you find out what you really are not when you're a hammer right. I, I, I get it I right. get what he was saying and uh Wow, but wow, Hector Lombard is one of a kind. I can't wait. I'm going to go to Miami and hang out with him, man. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. I would hang out with him, but definitely, I would be, definitely have to choose your words. I'm definitely one of those guys that I would want to say the wrong thing around Hector Lombard. Right. You know? And I definitely would never spar with him. But like, <laughs> Remember he asked you? He asked me to come spar with him. I was like, yeah, I think I'll be uh, sick that uh, lifetime. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to spar with him. Find out. Come down. He's like, come get train. It. I'd rather get, get, hit, by a, I'd get hit by a train than actually train with <laughs> right. Hector Lombard. Well, that was Hector Lombard. Uh, that was that was intense. That great was guy. A great Hilarious. guy. One of my favorite guests of all time. I I am happy he told us the, the, his 
true version of the Josh Barnett story. He's got to um, get Josh on here to get his, his side now. We got to get Josh on here. To, yes, we should get them both on. I, Let's see if we can get him to come in and sit down. Oh, no, the, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be outside the glass right. watching Watch. with popcorn. I'm not even going near that. But but yeah, that was a uh, wow. Do you, do you believe that story? I mean, I, uh, I mean, I know Josh. And I'm getting to know Hector. I don't know. Uh, who knows, right? Yeah, who knows? I, I don't want to say yes or no. Um, I mean, Josh I, is 100 pounds bigger than him. But, yeah. you, you know, I mean, Hector Lombard's a monster. Uh, yeah. I, 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 Hector you know. doesn't strike me as the type of person that would lie. Yeah, he, you're at ditto, bingo. Right. And uh, so I, I don't see Hector lying about anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those dudes that uh, I feel like he just tells the truth. Um, but I'd love to hear Josh's version of it. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, follow me at MMA Roasted or at Adam Comedian or at AdamHunter.com. But thank you and congratulations, Todd, to winning the uh, Replace Todd Rex. Uh, oh, thank you. you actually I actually won. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. Thank Made you it two guys. two weeks in a row, though. So yes. <laughs> that was the criteria. Thank you guys so much and have a happy new year. Thank you guys.